Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. All right, here we go. It's a brand new Flyers Daily for the 6th of January, 2023, as the Flyers come off a 6-2 win over the Arizona Coyotes. Four straight wins, and that's the first time this season they've had four straight wins as they uh, take care of an inferior opponent for sure. But they do what you're supposed to do against an inferior opponent, and that's beat them and beat them good. And out of all the elements of this game, I talked about this on the postgame show, out of all the elements of this game and the multi-point performances of Morgan Frost and Kevin Hayes and Travis Konechny and other point getters on the team, I think the thing I like most about this game is that after the second period and into that third period, they didn't let the team up off the mat at all. We've seen this happen the other way around a couple times this year against Pittsburgh on Black Friday, perhaps against Toronto just a couple weeks back before the Flyers uh, had that Christmas break, and then against Carolina when they were down 6-2. You know, those teams took their foot off the gas, and the Flyers got all the way back within a goal, weren't able to get it tied, and ultimately ended up losing the game. But they let their foot off the gas. The Flyers, I don't think, ever really let their foot off the gas against this Arizona Coyotes team. Now, they're in a different place than teams like Toronto and Carolina. The Flyers are against an inferior opponent like Arizona. But the Flyers in the game, even though they came out of the first period down a goal, didn't play a bad period. It wasn't like they were rusty or tired and sluggish coming back from that road trip or jet-lagged. They came in, and they they had a pretty good first period. They were down a goal. They had a power play to start the second period, and they got to work right away. Travis Konechny scored 25 seconds into the second period to get the game tied at one. Then about a minute and change later, minute uh, 11 seconds later, Nick Ritchie scored to give the Coyotes, again, a one-goal lead, 2-1. to But then at 441, Joel Farabee picks up some loose change off a Morgan Frost opportunity where Vimelka made an unbelievable save. And the assist that Konechny had on the cross-ice pass to Morgan Frost was beautiful. And Farabee's just crashing the net there and is able to punch that one uh, by Vimelka. Puts the Flyers uh, back into a tie game. Then at 8.53, you know, a couple great individual efforts that led to this goal. First, Kevin Hayes knocking two passes down, causing two turnovers by Arizona on the play to start the rush and get the zone entry. And then Wade Allison, one-on-two on Chikrin and Gostaspare, who both just butchered the defense on a one-on-two. And Wade Allison gets the initial shot and then follows his rebound and puts it in behind Vimelka. That gives the Flyers the 3-2 lead. They wouldn't give up uh, the lead from there on forward. Ivan Provorov picked up his second of the season at 11.42 of the second period. 4-2 Flyers. And then at 13.49 of the second period, it's Kevin Hayes on the power play. And the Flyers are up 5-2 after two. And then in the third period, they don't give up much. But at 15.02, they build on their lead when James Van Riemsdyk picks up his, his sixth goal. And the Flyers skate off with a 6-2 win. They outshoot Arizona in the game 34-23. They actually won the faceoff battle. All That's a rarity. You know, I always talk about the race to four. And you get the six. You'll take that. And the Flyers come away with uh, a win in this game and multi-point performances. I'll tell you what, Morgan Frost loves seeing those pretty ugly 
Arizona Coyotes jerseys. I say that because I actually like the Arizona Coyote jerseys, the ones that they wear now. But that being said, Morgan Frost with a multi-point performance in both games against the Arizona Coyotes. Now, back 10 games prior, I guess 11 games prior, Morgan Frost had a goal and three assists against Arizona. In this game tonight, how about four apples? Four assists in the game. He did that in 16.04 of ice time. He led the Flyers in total points in the game, four assists. And then Kevin Hayes with a goal and two assists for three points. Travis Konechny, a goal and two assists, three points. JVR had uh, a goal. Lawton with an assist. D'Angelo with an assist. Provorov with a goal. Wade Allison with a goal. Tippett with an assist. Farabee with a goal. Cam York with an assist. So all said and done, only seven Flyer skaters didn't end up with a point in the game. That was just Delarier, Sealer, Ristolainen, Patrick Brown, Sanheim, and Zach McEwen. But other than that, everybody getting in on the action. And a really good, well-rounded win. And in one of those spots, we talked about heading into that Anaheim game. You heard Torts talk about it after the Anaheim game, that that was a game they were a little wary of. You know, you win the first two games of a West Coast trip, you can start to go, hey, you know, Successful trip already. We won two out of three, but they came out in that game against an inferior Anaheim team, took care of business, got a 4-1 win. Then you come back home, and you know I, I talked to several members of the organization yesterday, and they all said they were still feeling the effects of the travel. Now, the Flyers were on the road for nine of their last 11 games. They've only had two home games in about four weeks, three and a half weeks. So there is some weariness of travel and time zone changes and all that and I asked Torts before the game if you know he was going to be a little heavier handed in his message to the team before this one to make sure there was no slip against the team you should beat and he said absolutely there would be and uh, you know I had a little bit of fear going into the game too that they didn't practice yesterday they're jet lagged maybe they'd be rusty they didn't show it at all and uh, John Tortorella giving him that day off yesterday just kind of knowing his team and managing them from an energy uh, standpoint, from a standpoint of just mental capacity. I think that's part of the gig of the head coach is to manage the players' energy, emotion, and mental strength at times and know when to take your foot off the gas or when to give them a rest, knowing what you just had or went through and what you have coming up to get the most out of your team. I don't think you can go in with a cookie-cutter approach in the beginning of the year and say, this is the days we're going to practice, these are the days we're going to have off, and that's the way it is. I set it up already. I think you have to kind of manage it and have some feel throughout the ceiling, and Torts seemingly has done a really good job in that regard for the players. And by the way, congratulations to Kevin Hayes, who will be headed to his first NHL All-Star game. It will be a special weekend for Kevin Hayes, and you know one of the wishes of his uh, deceased brother, Jimmy Hayes, was that Kevin would make an all-star team and his son, Bo, would be able to experience it with his uncle. Well, we know that Jimmy Hayes passed away, uh, not this past summer, the summer prior, and his son, Bo, will experience this all-star game with Kevin Hayes. So it'll be a great tribute to Jimmy Hayes and a thrilling weekend for his son, Bo Hayes, uh, at the all-star game. So congrats. Certainly Travis Konechny, obviously, is an incredibly worthy candidate to be going to the all-star game. We'll see if he gets voted in with, I guess, the fan vote or whatever they do with that now. But uh, congrats to Kevin Hayes on being named to the NHL all-star game. One of the guys who contributed last night in the game is a guy that's been performing very well for the Flyers. Boy, he had a dazzling move in the third period where 
he performed the old Denny Savard Spinorama on the on a uh, Coyotes attacking player. It is blue liner Cam York. I had a chance to catch up with him after the game, and here's the conversation. Flyers post game, and we're with Flyers defenseman Cam York. First and foremost, um, happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. I feel uh, much older today, so it's good. Um, let's talk about the game because you guys had an offensive explosion from that second period on, basically. Um, what was different from the first period and throughout the rest of the game? I, mean, I didn't feel like we had that bad of a first. I think uh, part of the game is just breaking down the other team, and I think they hung with us for one period, but then as the second and third came along, they didn't have any gas, and we just kind of took over from there. So I, I pride myself on, I think, being able to recognize confidence on the ice. Like I see it with Morgan, obviously, other young players too, and I'm seeing those elements in your game, the way you're skating the puck, some of the moves you made in the third period. Where is your confidence right now? I mean, my confidence is always high. I feel like that's something that... I think if you're a really good player, you got to have. And um, even when it doesn't go your way some nights, you got to find a way to bounce back and maintain that confidence somehow. So, um, you know, I feel good out there right now, and um, I'm just trying to be consistent every night. So, Talk about, you know, playing with this group and all the young guys kind of coming up together. You're starting to see some success with the younger core here, that 25 and under, under number, I suppose it is. You know, you guys all kind of being in that same situation. There's a bond that develops with that, isn't there? Yeah, I mean, it's. Oh, I feel like all the young guys kind of hang out together, and all the older guys kind of do their thing. So um, we're a tight group. You know, no matter what happens on the ice, I feel like in the locker room we got a special bond, and uh, we find ways to come together even when things don't go our way. So um, again, it's about consistency and trying to bring it on a every night basis. But I feel like uh, right now the young guys are kind of clicking on uh, all, all cylinders right now. You've been kind of moved around different partners, different sides of the ice. Last year, I mean, you seemed really hesitant to kind of embrace the right side. It's a whole different ball game, but it seems like you're having success there, and maybe you're a little less hesitant from that respect. Yeah, I mean, each game I learned something new about the right side. Um, you like you the know. advantages it brings you in the offensive zone? Yeah, offensively, I, I prefer the right side. I think uh, defensively and in the neutral zone, I prefer the left, but um, I feel like each game I'm getting more comfortable, and uh, I'm starting to like it more and more, so... Yorkie, why don't they have a thing where you can play the right side in the offensive zone and then cross and play defense in the left I was, side? I was telling uh, Jim Jackson that this morning. I think uh, they, they need to come up with like a center position for defensemen or something. It's a hybrid role. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Well, Kim, happy birthday. Uh, congrats on the win. We appreciate the time. Best of luck. Thank you. I appreciate it. There he is, Cam York. He's a guy that, boy, he never suffers from confidence. He is so confident in himself. It takes guts to pull off that spinorama move that he pulled off in the third period. But, boy, the way he skates is so effortless. I was sitting with Charlie O'Connor from The Athletic in the press box, and I just said to him at one point watching, I said, I could watch Cam York skate all day. And I just, I said, I can't imagine what it would feel like to put on skates and be able to move that with that much fluidity on the ice and have it seem so effortless and be able to move like that. He is an unbelievable skater and uh, another good performance out of Cam York. And great to hear him kind of talking about playing both sides. I think we're on to something. Uh, like I mentioned to Cam, play the right side in the offensive zone to gain the advantage and the left side in the D zone. As soon as the puck crosses over, you kind of switch sides. Surprised that hasn't been employed a little bit more. I'm kind of kidding, of course, but maybe it's not a bad idea. And I like that he said that, you know, they should come up with a center position for defenders. So uh, great stuff from Cam York. And once again, a good performance from the young guys. Good performance from some of the veterans in that game last night, and the Flyers will be back at this. Look, the competition is going to get steeper. It's not going to be San Jose, Anaheim, or Arizona. 
And that starts Sunday. They're going to face Toronto on Sunday at Wells Fargo. And as we've seen this year, Flyers lost to them 4-3 last time, lost earlier this season to them as well. Um, that's a team that if you take too many penalties or you don't move your feet or you don't play diligent and detailed, they will make you pay. So even though the Flyers have won four straight, we'll see where they are on Sunday facing a very good Toronto team. That's the next test for the Flyers. We'll see how they do coming up on Sunday. And we'll talk to you tomorrow on a brand new edition of Flyers Daily.